Dream to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. From the very secretive D2R studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What is up everybody? I am Ryan the Area Man, this is the Think Tank Podcast. <clears throat> Alright, today... We're going to talk false flags. Um, kind of a controversial topic, but uh, a topic that needs to be discussed nonetheless. Um, we go into a whole bunch of different realms of, uh, of false flag and propaganda and all this stuff. Um, but before we get into the episode, I want to read a few... Uh, few quotes from various people that, uh, I don't know, that have, have kind of shaped the, uh, where our country's at today. Uh, a lot of them, uh, people that were in, that are, were or are in power, power, and, uh, I don't know. Let me just read some of these quotes, and then we'll get into the episode. Uh, all right, this one is from William Casey, a CIA director of 1981. Quote, We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. End quote. Here's another quote. Henry Kissinger. Quote, It's not a matter of what is true that counts, but a matter of what is perceived to be true. End quote. Here's another quote from James Bovard. As long as enough people can be frightened, then all people can be ruled. That is how it works in a democratic system, and mass fear becomes the ticket to destroy rights across the board. Here's a quote from Hitler. If you tell a big enough lie and tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. Let's see here. How about Mark Twain? Everybody knows who that is. Quote, it's easier to fool people than to convince them they have been fooled. End quote. Hmm, let's see. How about one from George Washington? Quote, A free people ought not only be armed and disciplined, but they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to maintain a status of independence from any who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government. End quote. Huh. Think about that. Here's another quote from another president, Franklin D. Roosevelt. In politics... Nothing happens by accident. If it happens, you can bet it was planned that way. End quote. Um, how about one from uh, 
David Rockefeller. Quote, We are on the verge of a global transformation. All we need is the right major crisis and the nations will accept the new world order. End quote. Can't get any more obvious than that. Um, hmm. Let's see, is there any others I want to point out right off the bat here? How about this one from Benjamin Franklin? Quote, Any society that would give up a little liberty to gain a little security will deserve neither and lose both. End quote. Think about that now. Think about all these quotes. How about a quote from Art Bell? Fear is the great is a great motivator. Look at what 9/11 has accomplished. My God, it slammed the economy. It's I can't even begin to detail all it's actually done, other than bring down the buildings and hit the Pentagon. It stunned the entire nation. Hmm. There's a bunch of these, bunch of quotes, all from uh, from pretty uh, established people, either within the system or people that are uh, aware of what's actually happening. Um, one of my favorites from uh, Franklin Roosevelt: "The only thing we have to fear is fear itself." I like that one. Anyways, there's just a few few quotes um, to get you started into this false flag episode. Uh, I'm going to go real quick today. Go to, uh, you want to support the podcast? Go to thearyaman.com, click the sponsor tab down at the bottom right. Uh, you'll see the Amazon banner at the top of that page. Go ahead and click it, bookmark it, buy whatever you want to buy. They uh, kick us back small percentage it really does help just go do it we appreciate it and thank you also go to uh, Phoenix Beard Oils if you have a beard or are thinking about growing a beard or know somebody that has a beard and you need to get them a gift phoenixbeardoils.com uh, you just check everything out there see what it's all about you decide to buy something enter the uh, promo code D2R during checkout, you're going to get 10% off the entire order and a free sample. Can't beat it. I don't know why you wouldn't do it, so go do it. And, uh, yeah, I guess let's uh, hop into the episode. Dave and I discuss false flags. Today, uh-huh. <laughs> you consider yourself a pretty patriotic what? guy. No, like you. No, I used to be very proud to be an American, 
proud to be an American, yeah. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now I, I, I don't. Um, I and I had posted. I thought I had tagged you in a video I posted a while back. It was I don't know what it's from, but Jeff Daniels talks about how America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, it's been played in another episode. Has it really? Yeah. Was I part of that? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Was I drinking at the time? Probably. No, this was just a few weeks ago. Um, what? Was see once you record, you don't go back and listen. And this is I one do of those things I put at the end. Oh. Yeah, Jeff, yeah, I was talking about the, the greatest yeah, yeah. country in the yeah, world. We're yeah. not the greatest country yeah. in the world anymore. And he goes through this whole entire. Yeah. It's from a show newsroom. Okay. Start, I think it's some newsroom. I think it's what it was. I think it's fucking spot on and brilliant, dude. Oh, yeah. I I am a hundred percent believable with that. So yeah, at one time. And I've been saying it before, like when we were talking about presidents before, like when I think the the last good president we had was JFK, and I only know that from what I've heard, and I've heard he's actually a pretty douchebag bad president too. But what I know of him, he was our best president as a since president. Yeah, and then Ronald Reagan was was decent to my recollection. I mean, yeah, but other than that, like the Bushes are fucking terrible, and they're they're fucking douchebags. The Clinton. And the, maybe the next Clinton or the next Trump, whoever the fuck the next douchebag is going to be, is going to be terrible. Obama did absolutely nothing for us. Right. So, yeah, it, it all went downhill, and that's when, yeah, that's when I started thinking that, you know, when I when I was when I was really eighteen, I really started looking into shit and seeing all the shit that we were told in books in high school was all lies and all bullshit. Um, so since then, I've just decided that America is not the greatest country in the world, and. I even went as far as looking at how to become a, new cit- a citizen of another country, like defecting. Right. And it's really hard to do. It's not necessarily defecting, you, because it'd be no different than you immigrating to another country. Right. Yeah. Like, of but, course, it would be yeah. Ireland that I wanted to move into, and it's super hard to move there and become a citizen there. You got to bring a certain social and monetary yeah. status, and you have to have. Employment offers for a certain minimum it's like amount. That for most countries, really, the only one that doesn't require shit like that. United States of America. Yeah, it's, fucking dog it's, shit. We here. just let anybody into this country without. You can come here with pregnant with nine fucking kids at the exact same time, and they can all be born here. We'll pay for it. And mm-hmm. like to me, how is that? I understand we're a free country, but shouldn't we? I mean, yeah. come on. So no, I'm not it very gets patriotic. A little ridiculous at all. after a while. Like Fourth of July is just another day for a stupid rednecks to blow shit up. Yeah, blow their know. fingers off. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not not very patriotic whatsoever. Like I so, don't wear red, white, and blue. I don't celebrate July Fourth. You have a flag on your shirt. It's a work shirt, huh? Oh, I if, just if it wasn't a work literally, shirt, you just said I don't wear red, and I literally just saw your thing. Just it's now. a work shirt. That's all it is, man. Every single work shirt okay. that I have. Is Chester Cheetah wa- wa- waving a fucking flag? Yeah. And if it's not that, it's just the word Frito. Frito. Patriotic. It's the word Frito or the word PepsiCo, and that's it. And those are gay. So I, I wear something with a logo. But yeah, I'm not. Like, it's not good. Okay, so what we're talking about today is the uh, is false flags. You know what a false flag is? I do. Without like, I do. I mean, um, I for for everybody else, I'll read the definition. That's fine. I'll give you a layman's term version, but you can go ahead and do yeah. your version. That's fine. I mean, I was going to read it anyways. So oh, that's fine. Go ahead. I was just curious if you knew, or if you're like, I have no idea. You know, no, I know. Okay, I know. Okay. I knew I knew before doing homework before I've yeah. heard of them. 
So, for those of you that don't know, the contemporary term false flag describes covert operations that are designed to deceive in such a way that the operations appear as though they are being carried out by entities, groups, or nations other than those who actually planned and executed them. Does that make sense to everybody out there? Yes. It should. If it doesn't, then uh, I, I don't... I don't know what... what if I remember correctly, it came from operations of war where we would fly another country's flags on our, our planes or ships as to sneak in. It's That's where it originated from, originally. Yeah. That's where of, the term false flag came to. Yeah. But then it transpired into the new well, false flags. It, it, here's the thing. Like, in the past, our government, for instance, here's a... Here's a in, we would do something like, um, and it, lots of countries have done this. The Germans have done it. So it's not like we're the only country that does this shit. This happens anywhere. It's it's all basically to, it, it appears to be to start either civil unrest or war. Yeah, to so further someone instance, else's agenda, basically. Let's say, for instance, America wants to invade, or, or that they have some sort of, uh, economic interest or whatever in a certain country. We'll say Canada because that's not been done yet. Right. Let's Canada. say Canada is something that the United States wants. We want their. They're not willing to negotiate with us. So in order to get whatever it is we want from them, what we would do is within our country, the United States, we would take. Um. It's kind of hard because we we border right next to them. It's easier if there's like an ocean or something in between us. But we'll go with this. Uh, we dress up a handful of CIA operatives or something for, or, or whatever, as Mounties, because that's what you would think when you think Canada. Right, right. On the and border there, yeah. So we dress up our own guys as Mounties, and they'd be riding their horses in, and then shoot up a, uh, let's say, uh, Washington, D.C. or something like that. Just start shooting up, like, let's say, the Lincoln Monument. And yeah. then... And, you know, then we would react, oh, my God, we're being attacked by Canada, even though it's our own guys dressed as Mounties, and then we can declare war on Canada, then we invade Canada and do whatever. That would be a false flag, because Canada actually did not do anything to us. We made it seem as though they did, and then, obviously, the media reports it as that, and that's how we justify this invasion or war or whatever it is, to ultimately get whatever commodity is or whatever reason we wanted to invade or start the war. Well, look at what we talked about with the Trump thing. Hillary Clinton hiring people to dress as Bernie yeah. Sanders. Same thing. Yeah. The false flag. Yeah. She, she was, well, not her with that George Soros and the Black Lives Matter organization and all this shit. Yeah, they, they were hiring. They were paying people. They were issuing them Bernie Sanders shirts, even though they're supporters of no one, or they could even be Trump people, but if they right. need a job or something, they're willing to accept a job for however long, get paid 60 or 100 bucks or whatever, get a free shirt, go protest, and I say that in air quotes, and uh, they're making money. So, I mean, and I, I guess you could look at it in a weird way as, oh, she, between her and George Soros, they're, they're creating jobs, but that's not the kind of job you want because yeah. it's not a full-time employment. It's temporary. It's hourly uh, for literally like four hours, and yeah. then you're done. I mean, there's no... And... What they're really doing when they're protests is not. 
you're protesting for the bad guys. Like, right. It's those not are, being productive. Those are, society. in a way, false flags. I mean, and, and now we can, we can look at without, we're not going to get into specifically them. Well, maybe we will. I don't know how far we want to get into this particular episode. But, uh, for instance, Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. false flag. The incident in San Bernardino. Yep. Rumored to be a false flag. I don't. I don't know. I think the jury might still be out on that one because it's still so fresh. A lot of these ones take some time to vet to verify if they were or weren't. Uh, the Boston bombing. The um, uh, going back in time. Gulf of Tonkin. Um, what was some the of the London other? bombings? Yeah, the the, the, the trains London and the bus. train bombings. Mm-hmm. Um, there's and then the Germans did it to in order for the Germans to invade Poland. Hitler did it. Yeah, Hitler did it to. Mm-hmm. He had um, one of his top guys. One of his top guys mm-hmm. dressed as a, a Polish, a Polish soldier, or no, no, it was somebody. It was a, it was a Jewish guy. Oh yeah, that, one of the guys from the camps. That's that, right. Yeah, he took a yep. Jewish guy from one of the concentration camps, dressed him up as a as a Polish soldier, and I forget how he what he did exactly, but. He went and started the fire of the, what build, some building. Yeah. I don't know what building well, it was. The soldiers did, but they placed him there, mm-hmm. uh, his dead body, his dead body in the Polish uh, military outfit, and then they pitched it as, oh, Poland, uh, a Polish soldier did this, Poland did this, now we're invading you. Mm-hmm. And it convinced all the people, and that's why they, then, you know what I mean? So, like, this shit's crazy, and this shit happens. So, th- I know there's people out there that say, no. We would never do this. This isn't the kind. No, this is all declassified shit that is for sure happened. Yeah, this shit happens a lot more than people think. Yep. This is why every time, and, and I, I know this is it's sensitive topics. San Bernardino, Sandy Hook, all these things are real sensitive. Nine eleven. Because yeah, you could even consider that somewhat of a false flag, mm-hmm. if not a full blown false flag. I, I think it's full blown. But people are real emotional and sensitive about these things. But it's because they've been had it drilled in their head that there's no way, there's too many people who were required to do this. And, and we've talked about some of these in the past, how you could, de- with compartmentalization, right. you could get these things pulled off. Um, a lot of people that are involved in these exercises don't know they are. Don't realize what they're actually involved in. There's, there's only a small few at the top that know the full plan. Everybody else just gets a piece, and they're doing their job. And then when it's all said and done, it's a giant. And 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 half the time we don't know as Americans or the the public, we don't know the the overall because we're not going to be enlightened to that. Right. The, the the thing we were trying to do or get or whatever, we don't find out for years. And this could be twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty years later before we even find out. A piece of it. I think, we only are getting the bullshit. For me, I think the easiest way to know if it's a false flag or not is if the government is running a training op of the exact or same a drill, a yeah. drill, yeah, of the exact the, same thing at the exact same yeah. time. They do that quite often. If you've seen a lot of these, nine eleven, they had a, the a giant Marathon. a drill, yeah, in Boston Marathon, or was a drill going at the exact same time in London? Uh, the London, <laughs> there was a drill going. See, and that's the thing to me when that you don't. I understand if you're a terrorist, and and you were going to if you could find out oh they're doing a drill, we're we're going to do the exact same thing as their drill like that's smart terrorism, but it's the the statistically it's not plausible. It's it's I, I forget the number that they they like figured it out for like uh, 
as many t- so if you if you were a terrorist and you had a plan how you were going to do some sort of attack right and a drill was also planned and at the exact same time you happened to be going to do what uh, so you as a terrorist would have this thing you're going to pull off at this time on this date and you're going to do these exact four things to cause this chaos and at the exact same date time place exact four things was all part of the drill statistically it's like one in i I think it was one in uh it would be 40 or the number four or i think it was four with 40 zeros after it so whatever number Number that that is i don't even know what the fuck you'd call it but this is statistically it would be that one in that many chances that that could actually happen so it's virtually impossible that this could ever happen exactly how the drill was planned. And it's happened how many times that way? <laughs> we just named three mm-hmm. uh, without even thinking. And there's, I'm, it, honestly, if you went in and started searching, yeah, sure this, there's, more, there's, yeah. there's hundreds that there were drills and the exact same attack happened that the drill was being based around. Like it, the only, you would have to know everything that was, so literally... If they're doing these drills, and these and terrorists are actually doing this, then whoever's in on these drills is leaking the information. So there's an insider. So then why aren't you investigating on who's on the inside leaking the information of your drill? Because it's top government doing it. Yeah, but yeah, it's because it's mm-hmm. not a drill. It's... Well, it's, it's a drill. It's, it's, it's a false flag drill is what it is. They're just not right. going to call it a false flag drill. It's a magic act. Look over here. Look over here. So yeah. I can do over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, the local police aren't in on it. The, right. You know what I mean? And so there's, they know that there's a drill going they're on. They're doing a drill. Which is why yeah. there can be so many stand downs so the full operation can be completed. But then once you realize it's once the cops realize it's not a drill then there's it's chaos and mm-hmm. obviously the humans that are getting blown up or near the explosions everything's in fucking chaos so it goes from oh we think it's a drill to holy shit this isn't a drill what the fuck do we do you know what i mean right uh, a lot of these drills are for training purposes but you haven't trained the people how to react in situations that's why you're doing the drill you know what i mean and so then it's like it's trial by fire but in reality it's it's always to get you're either trying to they're always trying to get something it's not like they just do these things for the fuck of it it's to either scare people give up your gun rights give up uh your, or we need to pass a law we, we want your oil we want whatever there's something the reason they're doing it it's to create fear too right. it's it's controlled by fear i mean you would probably you as a human if you had fear of something happening you'd probably give up certain rights we all have by allowing tsa to fucking do everything that they do not i mean not saying that they're maybe not deterring certain people from fucking bringing a bunch of bombs on a plane but at the same time have they ever caught anybody i mean no with the exception of the the fucking shoe guy you know what I mean? The guy that had the shoe, but he actually made it on a fucking plane. Like he didn't get stopped by TSA. He yeah, he made it on a plane, plane and right. then somebody re- saw this guy over here fucking trying to light his goddamn shoe or wh- whatever. Right. Right. Took his 
heels four times or whatever it was to <laughs> no place like other home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was a white guy though. It wasn't even a I fucking. Know, I know. I know. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like, so this shit exists. So for for any if you're if you're still out there and you're skeptical, mm. there's no reason for you to be because it they have our own government has declassified that. These things have happened in the past. We have done false flags. Yep. They've admitted to it. Okay? So it exists. So to sit there and deny it, you're a fool. You're dumb because you're flat out telling you right there that yes, they've we've done, done it. Yep. Now, are, are they admitting to Sandy Hook and all that? No. No. But they're admitting to ones that are 60, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Gulf of Tonkin, things like that. That's all admitted now. Okay. Um, so, I mean, did do we want to talk about uh, where where do we go from this point? I guess is well the whole thing. You and I we watched the most part of this video. There's a movie you can you can watch it for free on YouTube. It's just put in Terror Storm. It's all one word: T E R R O R S T O R M. And then uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure you'd get it by doing that. But if it doesn't come up. It's about a two-hour, two-and-a-half, fifty-minute movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put in Terror Storm, Alex Jones, something like that. He's the guy that was like put it together. Um, but if you watch that, you watch like the first hour specifically. That first hour is basically one right after the other. All the false flags. Like he yeah. just fires them out, and he gives you immediate proof of how there's all false flags. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's that alone if you if you got 30 to 60 minutes just watch that and you'll be you'll be convinced like i don't understand how anybody could possibly argue anything because he's he shows you how it happens what they do and why they do it yep. basically um maybe we go there's some other examples of things i mean well I, I the one that really stood out to me was the uh the london bombings the the bus the most recent the, or no these no. yeah these were older ones there's more recent ones that yeah. i also think were probably <laughs> false flag but on that but video yeah, these older ones, yeah. on that video the the london bombings in july 7th and july 21st i don't know what year but uh they talked about them and the one that really stood out to me was the bus itself bus number 30 and in London, I guess, they have certain routes and certain buses go to certain routes, which makes sense. I think we do that here. But they go a step further, and on the bus stop, it has all the bus numbers that go there. And I think, I don't remember the exact time frame of when, but the police themselves ordered this bus number 30 to move off of their route and go yeah. park in this one spot um, and at the corner of whatever street and street. But the bus stop sign shows that bus 30 should never have been there. And it was just sitting there. The police ordered them to be there. And lo and behold, what, 10 minutes later, it fucking explodes. Yeah. So if that's not a red flag or a false flag, I don't know what the fuck is. Because why are the police involving the bus station? Well, it's a false red flag is yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would the bus, the police say, hey, move this bus to here? They have no business going there. Right. And then 10 minutes later, it gets fucking exploded. What the fuck? You know? See, and the police weren't in on that, though. At least you, you can't assume they were, but that was part of the drill. Right. The drill was move the bus there. 
But it wasn't part of the drill, though. They, according to one of the cops, he said that I I they, they weren't said supposed it, to do that. It, well, why would the cops? So then you're saying the cops had to be in on it. But I don't think. See, that's where I don't think cops. Well, I, I don't think the cops actually did it. I think one of the terrorist people that are you know being called the terrorists that did it called and acted as if they were a cop and told them to do that. And because there was so much chaos and they don't know it's a training op, they don't really know. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, true. I'm going to do that. So they moved it. That's what I'm thinking. And then, but somebody had put the bomb on the bus, right? Right. Before you know, before it, it got moved, right? Had it moved there. And then the other thing too is one of the cops, I think, was being interviewed, and he said that uh, the it was just a power supply, like it was just a power surge. There was no explosions, no terrorist attacks. It was just a power surge, and they went with that story for quite a while until the the bus exploded. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess it's not part of the training supply or training op. It actually, this is really happening. So that, that to me was like the most that really hit home to me was the whole police moving the, the, the bus for no reason. Um, and then the, another witness said the weird thing about the terrorist aspect of it, the people that got killed or the, the suicide bombers or whatever, when it went off, before it went off, they had this look of surprise and, and fear like they didn't know they had it in their backpacks. Right. Which I thought was really fucked up. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, how do they? How would you not know? So, who for one, who added it? Because it was some sort of operative. Right. And then to not even know that you had it, like, mm-hmm. that's... Yeah, and then that means you were compromised. Somebody yeah. got into your bag while bag, you were sleeping or whatever. Sleeping, yeah. swatch, walking. Swatch bag, I mean, yeah. in a busy city, somebody—if you're walking in a—I mean—but you'd think you'd feel that or whatever. But mm-hmm. there's pickpockets. People don't yeah. even know they got their yeah. pocket picked. Let alone a backpack could be unzipped quickly, something dropped in and closed again. Yeah, you never know. Or what? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And then my last thing I'll say about that is one of the bombers. Their ID was in two places. It was in it was in two different places, and so one not only that, but it, there's a bomb, there's mass chaos everywhere, an explosion, shrapnel, shit gets blown up, but all of their IDs were pristine and pretty. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that well, for one bad. For and that's to me that's always a a perfect example because if you remember at nine eleven, the uh, hijacker. Somehow his passport, remember it was the, what well, was it, all the passports, yeah. or a handful of the passports of the hijackers, all made it, how how far away from the buildings that collapsed? Mm-hmm. Perfect condition. Now, if you're in the fucking front of the plane, yeah, you got your passport. Not like you checked your passport. Uh, right. How in the fuck do these passports end up so far away in perfect condition when according to the official story you fly a fucking plane into a building and it melts every or knocks the whole building down but yet blocks away it's laying perfectly on top unscathed undusty just there yeah no those were placed there bullshit yep exactly they had to be and and that's the kind of shit that is really like too obvious uh, when the um, oh, there was another one, was it the uh, was it when that one Malaysia Airlines flight got shot down over uh, Ukraine? Yeah, wasn't the 
they're yeah. like, all their passports were like lined up. Everybody that was on the plane was yeah. all all their passports were all in like one little spot. Not that that that's in that's not even like how can you be that fucking obvious? It's almost like well, this whole thing. We're letting you know that we're doing this, but you're not fucking questioning it, so yep. we're getting away with it type of thing. It's like, how ridiculous can it be? But w- why does nobody... I mean, are people do people feel that unempowered? Like, obviously, it's not like you can just fucking... Uh, well, you don't know exactly who's behind it, but it's not like you're going to just walk up to a politician and and get something done, but why isn't everybody, like, pissed about this? It's too fucking obvious, you know what I mean? They're not pissed because the news corporations that are being controlled by these people... They're not pissed. ...are not pissed, and they're giving you the information that you need to hear that tells you, yes, of course this is why they're there, Um, and we have this scientist who's not really a scientist, but we're going to say he's a scientist. Right. Uh, he's just an actor playing a scientist on TV. We'll tell you that in the probability of the Earth's atmosphere pull, because of the way that this happened, this happened, they all just happened to show up. Oh, that makes perfect sense. We'll take that. Bullshit. Fuck you. Right. That's bullshit. Yeah, and then they change the channel and put on Walking Dead. Right. <laughs> exactly. And then they watch fucking Mama Mama June fucking stripping. Right. And and then after that, Monday Night Football. <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally a... In March Madness. Don't forget about that shit. Yeah, it's a cycle of of us... And, and being that, controlled that's what's so frustrating is I understand why people don't feel like anything can be done so why should I care I just want to m- make sure my kids are okay I want to go to my job I want to work it I want to come home I want to drink my beer I want to watch my shows and I just want to get by I'm living paycheck to paycheck living for the weekend That's what, I get that but do you realize every fucking day that that is your life, one more right of yours gets taken away, and you're all okay with it? Everybody's just okay with it because you got your show. You got okay. Well, when they don't get, get don't get what they want, and let's say the American people are pissed enough, and somehow you end up with Trump as president, who's according to what he says, he's gonna audit the Fed, he's going to fucking prosecute Hillary, he's going to put up a wall, he's going to do all this shit that is America when, according to him, used to be great, this is the kind of shit that you would do, this is how the country should be run, let's say you end up with this guy, and you have a, the your elite who funds all these uh, false flag type operations in order to get something done, they decide to pull a false flag and shut our fucking grid down. Electricity goes out. Guess who's not watching Walking Dead anymore? Or uh, Monday Night Football? It's not going to exist anymore. Then are you going to give a shit? Or is it too late at that point? It's too late at that point. Um, I don't think it's too late. Oh, it's too late. Well, yeah, it is too late because, because by then they can't hear these. They can't are, hear these podcasts. They can't watch. They can't go to the library. They can't go online and read what's really going on. It's too late. They can't read. Yeah, they can't. They can't re- write. Yeah, they, they can't, can't communicate. How many fucking? How many people out there? Adults. We'll go full on adults. Do you think without a goddamn bic lighter could start a fire? I bet you it's less than half the fucking country could figure out how to start a fire, catch their own food, because within 
48 hours, every Walmart grocery store is completely bare. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be... So in 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 raiding all these places, it's going to be nonstop fucking violence, yeah. fighting over food, whatever. Uh, without the with the power grid gone, your milk's not lasting. How many people own generators? How many people have uh, so the power grid's gone? No more water's being pumped because that's all done electronically mm-hmm. through you know these systems that are running. Well, that stops. All our water is fucking contaminated with either pharmaceuticals and whatever else is in the fucking... I mean, yes, I'm, I'm painting an insane thing that we hope would never happen, but if did happen, this entire country would become third world instantly. Yeah. And there's a handful of the crazy preppers yeah. that are going to be okay. Because and they're and they will. And, and they're, there's these people have years... Worth of food ready, mm-hmm. beans and shit like that, and they they've got guns, ammunition, and all that. And if they can figure out a way to take guns before this all happens, most people are without guns now and can't even defend themselves. But these crazy preppers, see, that's the thing they don't want the this these people to have these guns because they don't want them to have food. They don't want them to have. They don't want you to have gardens. You see these fucking people now that uh, they're shutting down lemonade stands. They've been doing this for Seriously? a year. Yeah. YouTube, just please shut down Lemonade Stand. There's it. This shit. It, Why the fuck are they doing that? There's because it's it's free market. It's these it's kids making money and the government not getting their fucking fair share. It, it's I know it's. How, how are you going to compare a fucking lemonade stand to a false flag? No, no. What I'm doing I, is no. I'm trying to. What I'm saying to other people out there, mm-hmm. like, oh come on. No, it, it exists. This is, these have made <clears throat> national news things in the past. Cops will shut down a lemonade stand. I don't know if it's somebody complains or what. I'm not saying it happens everywhere constantly, right. but it happens. But it happens. I mean, here, I'll just turn an example. I'll Dude, just, that's fucked up, though. They, I don't think people realize the severity of this, and 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 I don't think people realize that because obviously the idea is this would this this scenario could never happen, but yet it could happen. So yeah, no, I agree. So if you go to YouTube and put in "cop shut down lemonade stand," um, what the fuck? Here. There's a lot of them. There's a ton of them, and they're all different. It's not like repeats of videos. A lot of these are four years ago, eleven months ago, six years ago, ten months ago, nine months ago. Uh, there was one circulating on Facebook, literally like a few days ago, but it could have been an older video. Uh, the point is, they they're shutting this shit down, and and that's that's the, the they're training local police to use military style tactics because ultimately, why would they be doing all these training things, training the your local police in military type scenarios if there wasn't an idea that eventually there would be civil unrest on the streets here. Now they're going to 
play it off like it's Trump, uh, everybody going against Trump or whatever like that. And I, I don't know. To me, how come nobody protests Hillary? Oh, but they are. I was going to say, does nobody protest Hillary? But the media doesn't show you that because they want you to think it's not happening because nobody's against her. That's what they want you to think. How about Bernie Sanders? Here's the other thing. People that do protest, those people, aren't violent. Then they'll show you protesters at a Trump rally and they'll show you the violence and they'll say those are Trump supporters. They're not Trump supporters. Right. That's, a, that's insane to me. That This is false reporting, which is, in a way, a false flag. Yeah, because it's going off of someone else's agenda. And and the, what needs to change here, and I don't know how you would ever do this, but lobbying needs to stop. Lobbying should be illegal. There should be no lobbying for a politician, because the moment you lobby a politician... You're giving that politician money, which means now that politician technically owes you. So, if, if lobbying is illegal, and you can't do it, you know, companies will still try it, politicians will still accept it, but now you have something, an, an illegal transaction taking place, which means, now you're done. The, lobbying basically The company is a- would be fined, the politician would be smeared and ruined they couldn't continue to run right. so the point is that lobbying should be illegal there's no reason for lobbying because that creates an unfair unfair market it 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 makes corruption or it breeds corruption basically well, lobbying lobbying to me is just legal bribery and it should be illegal. That's all it really is. Yeah. No, you know? I'm saying it's, it's bribery, which yeah. is illegal. It's bribery. But that's all it really is. Because if I, let's say you decide you're going to run, I'm going to give you 10 grand, Dave. Well, n- now you accept the 10 grand, and now I expect you to, once you get elected, you to do something mm-hmm. for that 10 grand. Right. So be it, I want you to put a fucking stop sign at every driveway on my street. <laughs> well, I gave you 10 grand. So I should do it. If you don't, guess who's not going to get reelected, or not, at least not get more campaign money from me? Mm. That's the point. But it's on a much bigger scale. We're talking millions right. of dollars from millions these millions. large corporations, banks. I mean, that whole thing is insane. That how that's not illegal, because all it does is breed corruption. You can't tell me it doesn't. Prove it. Prove how it doesn't breed cor- corruption. Not you, you but no, not somebody out that. there. You know, there's some idiot that's like, oh, well, come lobbyists on. is good. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Anybody that thinks lobby, it doesn't make sense. There's no no need for lobbying because if you take out lobbying or, or make it illegal, which means you can't get contributions from a corporation or a person, like, or here's the thing. If you're going to accept contributions from a corporation or a person, then, but see, this is where it gets so complicated because right now you can you can lobby and you can donate as a corporation to a politician, and it can all be kept secret. You don't have to disclose as a politician who donated how much to you. You don't have to disclose that. I think that should be public knowledge 
if you're going to have it, it should all be public knowledge this way, we could then see, see that Goldman, Goldman Sachs donated $10 million to candidate A, mm. and let's say candidate A gets elected, and now candidate A gives Goldman Sachs a huge tax break. Now there's some sort of fucking corruption going on here. Yep. Goldman Sachs get, can donate the money, but that doesn't mean they get preferential, yeah, special whatever, or special mm-hmm. treatment. That's not how that that shouldn't be how it works because this is how you breed corruption. Then because now they're getting special treatment where uh, this other company who who didn't donate to anybody is now being shut down because mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like this is a problem. And what does this have to do with false flags? What doesn't? But this is kind of it's all the same thing. I mean, it's all it's all part of the same the bullshit of politics thing yeah. and mm-hmm. they use false flags to get a lot of this shit done they'll go to other countries and RCIA alone will go to other countries and overturn governments uh, put in um, they'll put in other like like they'll they'll gain assets uh, not assets as in physical goods but people people mm-hmm human as they call it human intelligence they will go to these other countries they'll they'll get these people to like be like kind of like uh they'll be double agents or something like that so they'll be they'll be in politics at this other country but technically be working and for, getting uh, paid for the yeah. cia or because that's who does this shit mm-hmm. it's not like uh, our fbi does this FBI yeah, it's all CIA works shit. in here cia can only work outside of this country uh, allegedly well yeah There's, <laughs> they do a lot of shit here uh but under according names. to this what their their you know yeah, statement of what, or whatever, what they do right. they can only work outside of the country and their job in other countries is to literally this is what it says and if you don't believe me go there and, and you can read all about it they're not supposed to operate within the united states they're supposed to they can only operate outside of the united states and their whole purpose, well, part of their purpose is to break laws in other countries in order to get the intelligence they need in order to basically protect our country in a roundabout way. That's kind of what it is. Their job is to break the laws of other countries. Right. That's crazy that you can literally be hired to go break laws, laws of other countries. Yeah. But you have to, when you're in this country, you have to, anyways, well, a little thing but I, th- mm-hmm. I think i don't think a lot of people understand what the cia really does no because there's so much that they do and they branch out and they have different sides and different things hmm. that they do and then they're never gonna be told what they really all do too everything's that they have so many cover companies mm-hmm. so many, yeah. and um front companies yeah they're called fronts you know what i mean that you'd think oh that's just a, another brewery but in reality that brewery is shipping na- worldwide and with those shipments there's guns Right. And then we sell those guns to, air quote, terrorists. The, the Taliban. Or whatever. And then they will attack our soldiers, which, I mean, it's it's so insane. This would be a false flag. And then yeah. they attack our soldiers, and then we can invade that country, and then we can overturn the government there. And now we have, because we've now, and, and then what we do is we come in, 
and we bring in contractors and all that, and we build up your your fucking sand dune, and we turn it into uh, a goddamn shopping mall like we've done our own country. Right. And guess what? Now you owe us. Oh, I wonder what you have. Oh, do you have oil? We'll or, take all of that. Or you have whatever? Well, now you're going to sell that to us or give that to us because you owe us $40 trillion. Right. Okay. And it's all because we so, sold them the guns to kill our people. Yeah. Did you understand? This is what actually happens. And they, mm-hmm. There's some people out there that think, oh, come You on. guys are full of shit. That never no. happens. Yeah. Read a goddamn book because this is exactly what happens. This is all true. And this is, it's not like this is some fucking secret thing. If you go read books about what the CIA does, this is what they do. And it's mm-hmm. in their own material. This is what they do. This right. is their, this is the whole purpose of it. It's insane. Benghazi. That was a fucking, uh, oh my god, dude. It's, yeah. it's so fucking frustrating because there's some people out there that are so stupid that don't, won't buy and they get so bullheaded on shit. They they're they're uneducated. Yeah, and they argue. And they won't read the book. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't spend the yep. time looking into yep. it. And once again, we go back to well, why does this matter? Why doesn't it matter? Why does watching Walking Dead make mean more than I don't know the potential of you dying, mm-hmm. your kids not having a fucking future? Shouldn't that mean more than you Should watching Walking everything. Dead? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry to use Walking Dead, but that's the fucking main popular show that everybody watches. That's the only reason I use it. I'm not attacking any one person, so I know people out there think I'm attacking right now. People like to say that to me all the time. Oh, you're attacking me. No. Why, why, because you don't have a fucking defense? Or because you don't have a... uh, How am I attacking? No, you're right. Walking Dead, like, a couple years ago, it have been Dexter. Uh We've been racking on Dexter, you know, and then... Sopranos, like, before, yeah. Before that you know, was Lost, then Sopranos. Before yeah, that was yeah. Sopranos. So it's whatever hot show is now. Yeah, you know, next 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 year maybe it's going to be fucking the Kardashians go to fucking Hollywood and get shot. Who knows what right. we're going to watch next? Whatever the new hot thing is, you yeah, know, yeah. it could be fucking Chewbacca lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously, like, yeah. whatever the fucking fad is right now, right, right. that's the thing I'll reference. Mm-hmm. So. The fact is, everybody watches Walking Dead, so I, I'm really applying to everybody. I don't. Well, like not it, you, but and and I don't either. But I do like the show. And when it's finally all said and done, then I'll go back and watch the whole goddamn thing because I'd rather watch it that way. But I'm still aware of all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So maybe people are saying, "Well, what are you doing?" Well, I'm telling you. Yeah, we're doing the research and fucking giving I, you. We're trying to open yeah. eyes and ears because I'm assuming. There's a handful of listeners that get it, are awake, and they're like, hey, uh, but what can they do? Maybe we should talk about what can people do. I don't know. Tell other people. Yeah. I'm not, this isn't, this isn't, shouldn't be used as a thing to promote the podcast, but if you don't know how to explain it, have them listen, or Google something. Google's not even the, I mean, there's, there's tons of books out there. There's tons of websites out there. Now, how can you trust any of them? I don't know. That's why you got to read them. Yep. Spend the read time. Read them, watch them. Everybody takes a shit. Everybody's got a smartphone. When you're on toilet taking a shit, Google I, I don't, it. I don't poop. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, you're a rare breed. <laughs> you don't poop, huh? Interesting. Never. I think no. you're a terrorist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think terrorists would be there. Um, okay, so, so let's go... Benghazi. Now, here's a yeah. fucking disaster of a situation. Benghazi, there was a arms deal 
for one, CIA was not supposed to be in that country, or they were right. in that country, but nobody knew it. So they were they were now. It's I think it's known. Most countries know that the CIA or our military, there's some sort of base or whatever. We have something set up in just about every country in the fucking world. But we were there secretly. Uh, So the people in charge there knew that the the ambassador was coming to town, but, uh, and and they knew that there was like a, uh, the fuck do you call it? What's the uh, embassy? There's like an embassy right. type place uh, where the ambassador and his security were were going to stay, but th- they didn't know just down the road that there was a full CIA base. You know, the government with or whatever right. was right. there, uh, and uh, there was an arms deal going on, and then they used all that shit when they attacked the fucking embassy, and then there, you know, because. Hillary, our wonderful Secretary of State at the time, right. who was supposed to make the call on these types of things, it was a stand-down. They wouldn't send the fucking uh, special operative, the fucking special forces who were working at the CIA base or there to like, protect it or whatever. Mm. Uh, they wouldn't allow them to go over and rescue the ambassador, but they did anyways. And then, after that, so they... The fucking uh, people over there in Benghazi, I don't know what the fuck you call them, Benghazans or whatever the fuck they are. Douchebags. Burned that whole embassy down, but now, and so they ended up getting, I think, both the security guys out, but the ambassador fucking burned up mm-hmm. in the thing. They get the security guards and they all retreat back to the, the place. Well, then they realize, oh, they retreated here. Now they realize, hey, this is a fucking American holdout. And now they make the attack on that. I mean, you you want the best example? Go watch the movie Thirteen Hours. I'm assuming by the time this podcast is out, the movie's on DVD. It wasn't theaters. Um, I don't know if it's out yet or not. Well, not out at the time of recording, but time this gets released, it should be out. It should be out. I would imagine because this is, you know, um, the time of recording actually comes out in three days, so it will be out by the time this gets released. Okay. Anyways, I think it's a th- three or four days, something like that. Doesn't matter, whatever. Um, Just go buy it because it's out or rent it. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're unclear and you don't like reading, well, go watch a fucking movie about it then. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 point is, there was well, there was planes in Italy. There was uh, troops on the ground. I think they said they were like an hour away or something like that. And, and they were being held up, the the guys in planes that could have been there in 45 minutes, even just to fly over, not necessarily to bomb, but to fly, yeah, over, to fly and, over and scare the fucking uh, guys that were attacking. And it was a stand down on everything. They, they wouldn't fucking do You got people getting killed. Americans. Mm-hmm. Whole point of, well, not the whole point, but Secretary of State, you're supposed to make that call. I'm, I'm not trying to attack Hillary, but Jesus Christ, the bitch wouldn't do her job. But why would we elect this whore? Yep. Like it, it's it's so frustrating, and the fact that then she goes out and 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 uh, reporters will say, you know, what happened in Benghazi, and then she answers literally, and I quote, "What difference does it make at this point?" Really? Yeah, I'm sure. Bitch, it, 
in a way, it's your fault these people got killed. You didn't make the call. When you take that, that job... Make? I don't remember she said that. I don't remember that. Oh, Google it. I believe you. I just don't remember she said that. I just remember her fucking debrief on CNN or C-SPAN or whatever. It took like fucking six years. And then... Here. I'll, I'll, I don't know if there's going to be an ad here, but... We were misled that there was supposedly protests and then something sprang out of that, an assault sprang out of that. And that was easily obta- ascertained I, that that was not the fact. But, but, and the American know, people could have known that within days, and, and they, they didn't know that. With all due respect, the fact is we had four dead Americans. Was it I because understand. of a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make? What difference is it? Americans died. What a bitch. Cunt. Sorry, Joey. Like, but see, that's her in a fucking... She was backed in the corner. She had to... Yeah, no, I get that. Um, she was being attacked. Yeah, she was being attacked. That guy was attacking her. Um, th- the point is... <sighs> seriously. You can find everything we're talking about literally by Googling or going to YouTube. It's all there. And, and it's... They can't censor everything. I would say, if you want to know what you can do, everybody's got a Facebook and Twitter and an Instagram and all that, start sharing this shit. Yeah. Um, let's not put our heads so far up Bernie Sanders' ass. I understand he's the fucking guy that most people like. Um, but, you know, and not, I'm not trying to push Trump on anybody either. But at the same time, we certainly don't want Hillary. Right. If I had a choice, I would... I would rather have a Trump-Sanders option because at least neither one's considered establishment, meaning they're not necessarily connected with the global elite who's funding everything. Now, me personally, Sanders can be bought off quicker than Trump could be. But... Agreed. The other thing is, this is the only thing I'll say bad against Sanders, is he's for socialism. Show me one socialist country who's prospering. You're going to have a really hard time finding one because right. they all ev- they all start out okay and they all eventually become piles of shit. We're already almost a pile of shit. Yeah, it's not going to take long for us to become a full pile of shit. Right, we're about a half pile of shit. I know. No, is here's the thing: Can Hillary fucking turn this country around? I don't think so. Can Trump? I don't know, because he's, he's very polarizing. But he's the only one talking about auditing the Fed. He's the only one that seems like... He's the only one that said he's going to fucking uh, release the 28 pages about 9-11. Mm-hmm. Not come nobody else fucking talks about either one of those. Well, yeah, nobody's going to talk about the Federal Reserve because they're going to get money, and they're getting money from... The Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve, which mm-hmm. is created by who, Dave? The, the fellers of rock, uh, the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, the mm-hmm. the uh, you know. I've got the third one. There's three in there. Uh, well, there's a handful of them. That but yeah, like three main ones. All yeah, um, uh, the ones that own all the central banks. Yeah. The reserves are a central bank, mm-hmm. and they have how many? I mean, one we, in every country, but like four, I think. Yeah, it it's insane that people will still sit here and not believe any of this shit, even though it's all plain as day. It's mm-hmm. all there. Um, I don't know. 
there's a you're pointing at this who is that i know that name edward snowden yeah you're pointing at this video that it, you know you get suggestions for the listeners when you watch a video you get a bunch of suggestions after you watch the video it's uh edward snowden's the guy he worked for the nsa he uh he took a bunch of the um the stuff uh so the nsa is basically monitoring monitoring and then saving every text message, phone call, email, everything that Americans do mm-hmm. through like their phones and emails and everything and they're they're saving it all in a in a place in uh, Utah. They built this right. huge fucking thing. Right. Anyways, he took a bunch of stuff showing that that's what they're doing because um we're we're not supposed to turn our the whole point of the nsa and cia and all that is to protect us as a country as Mm -hmm. as americans but they've turned all these surveillance things back on us so rather than watching the rest of the world which is still what we're doing we're also now watching us Us, so i don't know everybody says oh i don't give a shit i I got nothing to hide they can look in my email I, i don't care okay so you don't give a shit that you're sending an email to Joe Bob, let's go see Mama June strip at the strip club. Mm-hmm. Okay. it. I get it. Nobody's got anything to fucking hide. It's not about that. It's about the Constitution says we will not do that. We won't turn our own surveillance against the people. I mean, it's the point that it was in there to protect us. They're spying on their own people. I mean, why? Here's the thing. You wouldn't have to do that if you vetted every fucking asshole that wanted to come into this country from another country rather than just open the goddamn borders to whoever. And no, that's not an attack against Mexicans or Muslims. Anybody that comes here from another country ought to be checked. I agree. You shouldn't be... You shouldn't... Okay, let's say you're from... I don't know. Pick a country that we're friendly with. Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Let's say you're fucking horrible criminal from Switzerland. Which, by the way, doesn't exist because <laughs> everybody there owns a gun. Everybody there has money. There's no ghettos in Switzerland. They don't have wars. They, they. Here's the thing. Here's a little project for everybody listening out there. Go look up Switzerland. Read all about Switzerland. And you will find a near-perfect country. But they all have guns, something we can't have in this country. Or they don't want us to have in this country. To, right. uh, their their poverty level is non-existent. Basically, they don't have ghettos. They don't have poor people. They don't have uh, people going around saying uh, spraying the fucking car windows <laughs> looking for change and shit like that. They don't have homeless people. They don't right. have this shit. They are. It's just go look it up. So, let's say some criminal in this weird fucking situation <laughs> right. from Switzerland comes over here. He's a fucking uh, murderer from Switzerland. Comes here. He gets out of prison. Whatever. Comes here. Well, they, they'd fucking kill him over there is the thing. Uh, he comes here. He defects here. We let him in. And then he decides he's going to go fucking rent a uh, U-Haul, fill it with fucking... Fertilizer. Fertilizer yeah. and blow up uh, Oklahoma City building or whatever, you know. Not saying that was what 
that's what Tim McVeigh did. But, yeah, but he uh, if you really want to look into that, you can find the the connection there with either with mind control and the CIA. Mm-hmm. Look into it, people. Uh, it exists. Anyways, you could do something like that. And and now we let this guy in. Shouldn't why? Because if we have fucking open border, anybody can walk in this country anymore. We don't need any more people here, so we don't need to do the open border anymore. It, well, in it's it's insane that we don't fucking check anything. Like, oh, we have our TSA. It's a fucking illusion why we have TSA. Mm-hmm. It's just an illusion to make everybody feel safe. Right. It's it's crazy. Um. Anyways, that was a jag. I went off on Edward Snowden. Defected. He, he took all this information showing that we're turning our own surveillance against our own people, which constitutionally we're not allowed to do. And then, and they were doing this all in secret. He took all this shit, flew to China, and then um, sent an email to, I think it was The Guardian in, out of London. And uh, some reporters got it, decided to go to China meet with this guy, and then they released a fucking giant report exposing it. And then uh, we, you know, wanted, we, we wanted to get him. We wanted to go after him as a country, whatever, because he's a whistleblower. And then he defects, defected to Russia, and Russia's harbored him ever since, protected him, basically saying, no, you can't come get him. Which I find, this is the problem there I have. So if we're militarily so fucking elite and strong and all this who gives a fuck what russia says if we really wanted this guy we would have went in and took him Mm -hmm. i'm sorry what's russia gonna do declare war on us because we took a fucking guy that left our country no a lot of people i i have uh even my own family who have worked for the nsa who think what snowden did was the horrible thing because they believe that that's not something you do you don't give away government secrets like that but when the government's overstepping their bound Mm -hmm. it's your constitutional and american right to do that duty it's your civic duty yeah so that's what he did The, the shitty part is he has to fucking hide out in a country that will harbor him right so that he doesn't get put in prison. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, don't don't they say he's a traitor? Yeah, the, the basically trying like, to get treated for treason. If if he were to ever come back to this country, yeah, he'd probably end up he'd be in prison. If not, I, mean, I don't think they kill him. But they kill for treason still. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I just see. I don't know. But see, here's the other th- the other thing they throw out there is, uh, well, when he accepted the job at the NSA, you sign all these agreements saying that you won't. You know anything you you're enlightened yeah. to, you won't. What I, you know, you're kind of held at like a secrecy thing. But once again, civic duty. If you see something that is being abused by our government, mm-hmm. it's your right. It, I, I think it's yeah. it's his duty to have exposed it. it. The shitty part is he couldn't do it and stay in this country. He has to go somewhere else. Um, now, the other part of that is by doing that, supposedly, now terrorists know exactly how America and the government operates in tracking terrorists 
around the world, you know, by tracking phones and all this shit. So now terrorists have learned that based on what Snowden has released, and now they operate in a different way, which basically sets our intelligence community, the CIA and all that, back all these years because now they have to refigure how to way. track right. terrorists. Why were you turning it against your own people in the first place? He wouldn't have done this if, if you hadn't have. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck were you doing that in the first place when it's right. against the law to? You know what I mean? There's... I don't know, dude. It's, it's so frustrating. It is. It really is. Because... It's all corruption. Anyways, I, I, I don't know. I think at this point, I think Snowden's—he's still in Russia. And, and at one point, they had—they said they would protect him for a year. It's been well over a year now. I think it's been three years or something, three or four years now, if not longer, that he's been over there, and I, nothing's happened. He just still exists. Oh. And I don't know. I mean, I—I I don't know where he's at at this point. No idea. We could watch the video, but it's 16 minutes, and I don't know. Nah. If it's going to have anything to do with this. Um, I don't know. The point is, I, uh, they're using false flags. Oh, wait, to, scroll up. To scroll get up. a lot of shit done. What are we looking at? Treason exposed. Obama used Benghazi attack to cover up arms shipments. Yeah. We had just talked about that. Here's another video. See, we're not even on a Benghazi video, and we get yeah. that. You know, so going back to your thing of just look, do some research. YouTube shit, man, it's everywhere. People don't know what the, they don't know what to look for. Fucking type in false flag in Google and yeah. start there. I mean, honestly, the uh, here you go to Google and put in false flag. Here, here's a way to how to spot them. Let's see if I can five confirmed false flags and how to spot them. Yeah. Let's see what this says. Hopefully it'll actually explain oh, it to how me. how to spot them in the future. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Let me adjust my microphone here so I can speak right into it. All right. The concept of the false flag operation has become almost prohibitively stigmatized in recent years because of the 9-11 truther movement and the emotional fallout from the tragedies at Sandy Hook, Aurora, Boston, and others. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Aurora. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy was connected to uh, mind control. Mind control. The guy with the fucking orange hair. Everybody yeah, remembers him. Crazy fuck. In spite of being labeled conspiracy theories, real, verifiable false flag events have taken place in the past. Such examples serve to dismantle the n- notion that false flags are meritless conspiracy theories and can help uh, de destigmatize the concept itself, providing the diagnostic lens needed to identify false flags when they arise. Uh Let's see here. Author Richard Dolan made a presentation at the 2015 Contact in the Desert conference about what he calls the false flag era. It's pretty bad it's being called an era now. That's how many have happened. Yeah, no shit. According to Dolan, because false flag operations require control over the global media narrative and the ability to intimidate other countries into not speaking out against inside jobs, only a few countries have the means and motives to pull them off. The false flag phenomenon has distinctively modern and used as an ideological weapon to control populations with the fear of a manufactured enemy. They are used in ostensibly democratic systems where people believe they have inalienable rights. 
it's weird because these eyes look like L. Yeah, I know. And I'm that. having a hard time. Yeah. This, the, uh, such democratic systems, primarily the United States, Israel, and Great Britain, must shock people into sociopolitical and geopolitical consent and, as such, require sophisticated modern propaganda systems and advanced covert operations teams with highly proficient skills. Here's one. Operation Gladio. Operation Gladio was a post-World War II program established by the CIA, NATO, and possibly Britain's MI, or M16. MI6. Is it? It? See, it's a one, though. Doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it is a one. But I think it is MI6. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, to fight communism in Europe by whatever means necessary. The two-decade operation used CIA-created stay-behind networks as part of a strategy of tension that unleashed a multitude of terrorist attacks from the late 1960s to the early 1980s. The attacks were blamed on Marxist and other left-wing political opponents in order to discredit communism. The operation involved multiple bombings that killed hundreds of innocent people, including children. The most notable attack was the August 2, 1980 bombing of the Bologna, Bologna train station, which killed 85 people. I think this is that one you were talking about earlier, isn't it? No. No? I think we'll get to that. I bet you it's on here. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we know opera- how do we know about Operation Gladio? In spite of its in- incredibly clandestine nature, there are two principal sources. One, the investigations of Italian Judge Felice Cassan, whose presentation was so compelling it forced Italian Prime Minister uh, Giulio Andriotti to confirm Gladio's existence. The second source is testimony from an actual Gladio operative, Vincenzo yeah, good luck with that. Vinci Guerra, who is serving a life sentence for murder. In a 1990 interview with The Guardian, Vincenzo stated that Gladio was designed to psychologically coerce the Italian public to rely on the state for security. Operation Ajax. In 1953, the CIA launched Operation Ajax in order to overthrow Iran's democratically elected leader, Mohammad Mossadegh, and replace him with the Shah, a ruthless dictator. The United States sought to depose Iran's nationalized Anglo-Persian oil company and install five U.S. oil companies to take over the nation's oil fields. In order to do so, they staged a false flag operation that utilized propaganda and complex political maneuvers in order to create public revolt that eventually led to the United States and Britain's MI6 military intelligence reinstalling the Shah in order to throttle Iran's oil supplies and transform the nation into a puppet regime of the United States government. Most information relevant to the to this CIA-sponsored coup is declassified now and available in the CIA archives. See, it's declassified, people. Mm-hmm. And you can literally go to the CIA archives... Uh, I, whatever the CIA website is, I'm sure it's CIA.com or .org, .org or, something. or something. Yeah. Uh, the CIA described its, itself Operation Ajax. This is their description of it. The world has paid a heavy price for the lack of democracy in most of the Middle East. Operation Ajax taught tyrants and aspiring tyrants that the world's most powerful governments were willing to tolerate limitless oppression as long as oppressive regimes were friendly to the West and to Western oil companies. That helped tilt the political balance in a vast region away from freedom and toward dictatorship. All right, now, That's straight from the CIA. Yeah, that's a quote. So, end quote. Uh, the Levant Affair. In 1954, a year after Operation Ajax, Israel launched its own false flag operation. Codenamed Operation 
Susanna, the Levant affair featured the covert operation of Israeli agents who planted bombs in several Egyptian, American, and British-owned cinemas, libraries, and educational centers, including a United States diplomatic facility framing eight Egyptian Muslims as the perpetrators. One of the bombs detonated prematurely, which caused one of the bombers to be captured. A public trial exposed the Israeli spying and the covert operation. The operatives were convicted and two of them executed. Israeli Defense Minister Pinhas Levan was forced to step down because of the scandal. However, the more far-reaching consequences of the Levan affair demonstrate once again how governments use false flags to achieve certain objectives that might not have been possible otherwise. In this case... According to a Stanford-published paper, the operation triggered a chain reaction of game-changing events. Quote, A retaliatory military incursion by Israel into Gaza that killed 39 Egyptians, a subsequent Egyptian-Soviet arms deal that angered American and British leaders, who then withdrew previous pledge support for the building of the Aswan Dam, the announced nationalization of the Suez Canal by Nasser in retaliation for the withdrawn with support, and the subsequent failed invasion of Egypt by Israel, France, and Britain in an attempt to topple Nasser. In the wake of the failed invasion, France expanded and accelerated its ongoing nuclear cooperation with Israel, which eventually enabled the Jewish state to build nuclear weapons. And when was this? Fucking insane. What year was this? This was in 1954. Okay. I remember it was a year after Ajax. I couldn't remember when it was long. Here's another one. Cointelpro. Cointelpro was a series of clandestine, illegal FBI projects that infiltrated domestic political organizations to discredit and smear them. This included critics of the Vietnam War, civil rights leaders like Dr. Martin Luther King, and a wide variety of activists and journalists. This one's new to me. The acts committed against them included psychological warfare, slander using forged documents, and false reports in the media, harassment, wrongful imprisonment, and, according to some, intimidation and possibly violence and assassination. Wait. False reports to the media and assassination? No. Oh, yeah. It's true. A U.S. Congressional Committee documented the false flag component of the campaign, describing how the FBI had hired provocateurs from the 1950s through the 1970s to commit criminal and violent acts and falsely blame them on political activists. The campaign worked extremely effectively at disrupting the progressive momentum of the era. Despite being formally discontinued, new Permutations of Cointelpro have persisted and include present-day efforts to undermine activists, whistleblowers, and protests. In fact, a 2012 article published by The Guardian described the FBI's crackdown on the Occupy movement as a totally integrated corporate state repression of dissent. Or years ago. Now, probably the most famous uh, of the ones in the past, that probably everybody's heard this, mm-hmm. Gulf of Tonkin. It's funny because when I first heard it, it was a kid, I thought it was Tatankin. Tatankin, not just yeah. Tonkin. I thought it was Tatankin. I thought it was Gulf of Tonka. Remember the Tonka? Oh, yeah, Tonka, yeah. Yeah, so obviously, everybody's probably heard this but have no fucking clue what it is. Well, I'm about to read it to you. <laughs> the Gulf of Tonkin incident, a major escalator of U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, never actually occurred. Everybody's like, what? Read that again just so they can re-let it sink in. The Gulf of Tonkin incident, a major escalator of U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, never actually occurred. Okay. The government essentially staged, or at the very least, utilized a patently false report in order to manufacture a geopolitical narrative with a ready-made enemy, the North North Vietnamese. The original incident 
also sometimes referred to as the USS Maddox incident, involved the destroyer USS Maddox supposedly engaging three North Vietnamese Navy torpedo boats as part of an intelligence patrol. The Maddox fired almost 300 shells. President Lyndon B. Johnson promptly drafted the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution, which became his administration's legal justification for military involvement in Vietnam. The problem is the event never happened, and Johnson had no reason to believe it had. Everybody listen up to this next part. In 2005, a declassified internal National Security Agency study revealed that there were no North Vietnamese naval vessels present during the incident. So that was the Maddox. No, so, so what was? So what was? Mm-hmm. Sorry. So what was the Maddox firing at? In 1965, President Johnson commented, "Quote: For all I know, our Navy was shooting at whales out there." End quote. The NSA's own historian Robert J. Hanyak wrote a report stating that the agency had deliberately distorted intelligence reports in 1964. He concluded that, "Quote: The parallels between the faulty intelligence on Tonkin Gulf." and the manipulated intelligence used to justify the Iraq war make it all more worthwhile to re-examine the events of August 1964. End quote. All right. So, uh, then we got the warning signs of a false flag operation. Now, if you're ready to take notes, after we've just showed you five, Mm -hmm. this is how you can look for them in the future. All right, here's the warning signs of a false flag operation. There is an immediate comprehensive narrative, including a convenient culprit. Law enforcement, government agencies, and the mainstream media immediately uh, offer a narrative that completely explains the event and encourages citizens to tie their intellectual, intellectual understanding of the tragedy to the emotions they experience. Can you think of any right off the bat where that happens, Dave? I don't know. Um, San Bernardino, I, I Sandy, Sandy Hook, Hood, 9/11, Aurora. Aurora. Basically, everyone. Boston all Marathon. All of these. Boston Marathon. Okay. Uh, in his lecture at Contact in the Desert, Richard Dolan noted that a distinguishing characteristic of a false flag operation is that the official narrative is not questioned by the media. Well, they don't question anything. No. There are often legislative, ide- ideological, and socio-political power plays waiting in the wings, which the government can immediately implement. The most striking example of this is the Patriot Act, which was written well before 9-11, but seemed to correlate entirely with the events that had transpired. Oh! How would they have known, Dave? I don't know. Uh, Nostradamus, maybe? Uh, well, I mean, I guess they just got lucky. It is one in 40... <laughs> Guazillion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the official narrative was has obviously... Oh, Jesus Christ, let me start over. The official narrative has obvious domestic and geopolitical advantages for the governing body. The Bush administration used 9-11 to usher in the war on terror, which has served as a linchpin for countless civil liberty infringements by the national security state, including ubiquitous domestic surveillance and the indefinite detention, and indefinite detention. It also directly paved the way for an invasion of Afghanistan and Iraq, countries that had nothing to do with the attacks allowing our government and defense contractors to control the natural gas pipelines and oil fields. This bears a striking resemblance to Operation Ajax. Mm -hmm. The narrative behind the attack serves to leverage emotions like fear as well as patriotism in order to manufacture consent around a previously controversial issue. For example, many of the recent domestic terror attacks, including the Aurora shooting, have exacerbated and reinforced advocacy of gun control legislation. Huh. 
More importantly, these attacks divide populations and invite the government and militarized local police forces to have the authority to declare martial law at will, locking down entire neighborhoods. Where'd we see that at? Boston. Where was the, uh... The Boston bombing where the fucking... Uh, remember they locked down the whole goddamn city and they were going house by house? Yeah, but wasn't that shortly after the, uh... God, who was the other black kid that got killed? By a cop. God damn it, I can't think of his name. But they did the same thing with him, too. Well, they sh- shut down an entire neighborhood? Yeah. Um, I can't, damn I can't remember it now. I don't know. I wonder if it was him. I don't remember. Damn it. Well, the cop killing the black kid is not necessarily a false flag. So. No, no, I know, but it, the locking down the neighborhood was right after that, too. Okay. Well, anyway, this is, specifically, they did this with the Boston bombing. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, locked down the whole goddamn city, and we're going house by house until they found him hiding in a yep. fucking boat. Okay. We saw this after the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, I didn't even... I guess I should have just read ahead. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The most striking example in, of this nation's post-9-11 police state mentality. Quote, Military training drills and police drills occur on the day of and very near the attack itself, causing in confusion to ob- obscure eyewitness testimony and allowing orchestrators, orchestrators to plant both Patsies, dis- disinformation, and backup operatives. Didn't I already say that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's clear. That's I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. Well, here's more proof of what yeah, we're saying yeah. isn't complete nonsense. This is no small point. An incredible percentage of major domestic or international terror attacks have involved simultaneous training drills. This list includes, but is not limited to, are you ready? Mm-hmm. The infamous NORAD drills of 9-11... The 7-7 London bombings, the 2011 Norway shooting, the Aurora shooting, Sandy Hook, and the Boston Marathon. Though none of the aforementioned events can be confirmed or denied without a doubt, they bear a striker resemblance to previous false flag attacks and should be looked at with an investigative eye. Why investigate it, Dave? We knew the official story two seconds after it was over with. Right, right. And that's what we report. Um... The bigger false flag that has occurred in the last two decades undoubtedly utilized unimaginable amounts of money and resources. It will take time and many contributions by intrepid researchers and whistleblowers to prove them. The cases made for and against 9-11 being a false flag inside job are voluminous and highly controversial. The narrative is so convoluted with disinformation that despite all the technology and online resources at our disposal, it is highly unlikely we will know for sure how many layers of shadow and black op agencies were used, mm-hmm. if in fact they were. What we do know is that shortly before the events of 9-11, then-Secretary of State Donald Rumsfeld announced that $2.3 trillion was missing from the Pentagon's budget. And we talked about that, too. Yeah, in a previous episode. Unfortunately, too much evidence has been destroyed or manipulated to reach a conclusive verdict as to whether it was full-blown false flag or an extreme case of state opportunism. By the way, nobody ever asked that question again, and we never did yeah. get a fucking answer. Still to this day. They don't bring so it back where up. the fuck did it go, yeah. is my question, and why isn't anybody asking? Yeah. Um, remember the story of the false flag phenomenon is one that is still being written. Our analysis of it must breach the most powerful information control filters the world has ever seen. As technology and social enlightenment make the crimes of the world's national governments transparent, we will see shocking new chapters added to this history that will shatter mainstream perceptions of reality. So, 
That's the article. But hey, who gives a shit? I think Walking Dead's about to come on. I think you're right. Maybe we ought to go fucking watch that. Who gives a shit, right? So if you want to read that article for yourself, literally, Google false flag events. It's the top thing. It's the a very one. top fucking yep. one. Um, and no, there's the one right beneath it. 42 admitted false flag attacks. I mean, you want 42? I, how about I click on it and we'll just give the... T- we won't read them all, but we'll just give the, the fucking... Hopefully they're in list form. Yeah, I'm hoping. Oh, that's for everybody that enjoys burps. It's very unprofessional. I apologize. Um, all right, yeah, there's a couple here. Okay. Well, they, I wish they had, like, a name. Okay. Here's one. It's, it's known as the Mukden Incident or the Manchurian Incident. Wasn't there a Manchurian? Oh, it's Manchurian Candidate. Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was hoping they'd all well, have, Well, the like, second one was the one we talked about with Poland. Yeah, um, um, yeah well, that's short one. I'll just read it. A major with the Nazi SS admitted that the Nuremberg trials that, under orders from the chief of the Gestapo, he and some other Nazi operatives faked attacks on their own people and resources, which they blamed on the Poles, the Polish, uh, to justify the invasion of Poland. The one underneath is one I was talking about the fire. Nazi General Franz Halder also testified at the Nuremberg trials that Nazi leader Hermann Gorig admitted to setting fire to the German Parliament building in 1933 and then falsely blaming the Communists for the arson. Uh, number four, look up Winter War. Google it. Uh, number five. How about number eight? Okay. The CIA admits that it hired Iranians in the 1950s to pose as communists and stage bombings in Iran in order to turn the country against its democratically elected prime minister. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. We go to other countries and literally overturn governments mm-hmm. and people in power to put people that fit what we want out of that country better. You know, then we, we overturn it and uh, put them in. I mean, this shit happens constantly. Yeah. Throughout the throughout the not the country the world. Um, oh, here here's a, here's a fucking list. Yeah, that's from the Italians. Yeah, this is all under one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so we read this one on the, the other page, didn't we? False flag attacks carried out pursuant to this program include, by way of example only, uh, the murder of the Turkish prime minister in 1960, bombings in Portugal in 1966. The Piazza Fontana massacre in Italy in 1969, terror attacks in Turkey in 1971, the Patino bombing in Italy in 1972, shootings in Brescia, Brescia yeah. Italy, and bombing on an Italian train in 1974, shootings in Istanbul, Turkey in 1977, the Atosha massacre in Madrid, Spain in 1977, the abduction and murder of the Italian prime minister in 1978, the bombing of the Bologna Railway Station in Italy in 1980. We talked about that one. Shooting and killing 28 shoppers in Brabant County, Belgium, 1985. All the recent uh, train bombings in Belgium. Oh, yeah. Probably also a false flag. Yeah. Um, the uh, 1960 American Senator George Smather suggested that the U.S. launch a false attack made on Guantanamo Bay, which would give us the excuse of actually... F- fomenting a fight which would then give us the excuse to go in and overthrow Castro. And don't even get me started on all the fucking, if you want to know what, look up CIA attempts to kill Castro. Just Google that. Mm -hmm. Read the stupid shit that we tried to do. 
to fucking kill that guy. And yeah. we weren't successful. Well, right there, two number 15, 1963, the U.S. Department of Defense wrote a paper promoting attacks on nations within the organizations of American states, such as Trinidad, Tobago, and Jamaica, and then falsely blaming them on Cuba. Yeah. You know, all these are on fucking Cuba right here. The U.S. Department of Defense even suggested covertly paying a person in the Castro government to attack the United States. The only area remaining for consideration then would be to bribe one of the one of Castro's subordinate commanders to initiate an attack on Guantanamo. Guantanamo. 20. A declassified 1973 CIA document reveals a program to train foreign police and troops how to make booby traps, pretending that they were training them on how to investigate terrorist acts. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. It's crazy. Um... Should we read what they say? If you want to, go ahead. Um, here, the agency maintains liaison in varying degrees with foreign police slash security organizations through its field stations. Uh, the CIA provides training sessions as follows. A, providing trainees with basic knowledge in the uses of commercial and military demolitions and incendiaries as they may be applied in terrorism and industrial sabotage operations. B, introducing... The trainees to commercially available materials and home laboratory techniques likely to be used in, in the manufacture of explosives and incendiaries by terrorists or saboteurs. C. Familiarizing the trainees with the concept of target analysis and operational planning that a saboteur or terrorist must employ. D. In, introducing the trainees to booby trapping devices and techniques giving uh, practical experience with both manufactured and improvised devices through actual fabrication. The program provides the trainees with ample opportunity to develop basic familiarity and use proficiently through handling, preparing, and applying the various explosive charges, incendiary agents, terrorist devices, and sabotage techniques. I guess this is really say what. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's see. Any others jumping off the page? Not yet, no. Uh, oh, 26. I'm going to read this one. Similarly, uh, a CIA psychological operations manual prepared by a CIA contractor for the Nicaraguan Contra rebels noted the value of assassinating someone on your own side to create a martyr for the cause. The manual was authenticated by the U.S. government. The manual received so much publicity from Associated Press, Washington Post, and other news coverage that during the 1984 presidential debate, President Reagan was confronted with the following question on national television. Quote, At this moment, we are confronted with the extraordinary story of a CIA guerrilla manual for the anti-Sandinista Contras whom we are backing, which advocates not only assassinations of Sandinistas, Sandinistas but the hiring of criminals to assassinate the guerrillas we are supporting in order to create martyrs. Didn't have his answer? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> he probably was like, uh, by, uh, I don't know. No. 31. 31. The U.S. falsely blamed Iraq for playing a role in the 9-11 attacks, as shown by a memo from the Defense Secretary, as one of the main justifications for launching the Iraq War. Even after 9-11, even after the 9-11 Commission admitted that there was no connection. Dick Cheney said that the evidence is overwhelming and that al-Qaeda had a relationship with Saddam Hussein's regime, that Cheney probably had information unavailable to the commission, and that the media was not doing their homework in reporting such ties. Top U.S. government officials now admit that the Iraq war was really launched, was really launched for oil, not 9-11 or weapons of mass destruction. Despite previous lone wolf claims, many U.S. government officials now say that 9-11 was state-sponsored terror, 
but Iraq was not the state which backed the hijackers. Many U.S. officials have alleged that 9-11 was a false flag operation by rogue elements of the U.S. government, but such a claim is beyond the scope of this discussion. The key point is that the U.S. falsely blamed it on Iraq when it knew Iraq had nothing to do with it. Oh, but we don't. We don't carry out false flags. Yeah, false flags is such bullshit. I don't know how anybody can believe that. <clears throat> I like this one. I don't like it, but here's a, here's a good one that people might remember. Although the FBI now admits that the 2001 anthrax, anthrax attacks were carried out by one or more U.S. government scientists. Oh, come now. Well, we weren't behind that. No. They admit it. A senior FBI official says the FBI was actually told to blame the anthrax attacks on Al-Qaeda by White House officials. Remember what the anthrax letters look like. Government officials also confirmed that the White House tried to link the anthrax to Iraq as a justification for regime change in that country. All right, people. (laughs) If you don't, you have to be a fucking idiot to even argue any of this shit. They admit it. Yeah, at this point now, yeah. According to Washington Post, Indonesian police admit that the Indonesian military killed American teachers in Papua, I think it's Papua, Papua, in 2002 and blamed the murders on a Papuan separatist group in order to get that group listed as a terrorist organization. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, this shit, you understand why the rest of the world looks at our country as being the, the scariest oh. terrorist organization. Number 40. Number 40. Quebec police admitted that in 2007, thugs carrying rocks to a peaceful protest were actually undercover Quebec police officers. Huh. Isn't that crazy? No. That didn't happen, Dave. What are you doing? How dare you? Oh, uh, it's a repeat in 43. At the G20 protests in London in 2009, a British member of parliament saw plainclothes police officers attempting to incite the crowd to violence. No. Mm-hmm. Could that be happening at every Trump protest, too, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It hasn't been exposed yet, but it's ongoing, so why would they admit it now? They're going to wait till it's all said and done. Then it'll all come out. What do you want to bet? Jesus, look at 46. I'm going to keep going. A Colombian army colonel has admitted that his unit murdered 57 civilians, then dressed them in uniforms and claimed they were rebels killed in combat. Wow. See, it's not just our government, man. It's every government. Yeah. Um, I want to read 41. A 2008 U.S. Army Special Operations field manual recommends that the U.S. military use surrogate non-state groups such as paramilitary forces, individuals, businesses, foreign political organizations, resistant or insurgent organizations, expatriates, transnational terrorism adversaries, disillusioned transnational terrorism members, black marketers, and other social or political undesirables. The manual specifically acknowledged that U.S. special operations can involve both counterterrorism and terrorism, as well as transnational criminal activities including narco-trafficking, illicit arms dealing, and illegal financial transactions. Well, well, that's all you need to know right there. Uh, what else? We were down to 46. What else? We got, uh, hmm. About 51. Britain's spy agency has admitted and that it carries out digital false flag attacks on targets Framing people by writing offensive or unlawful material and blaming it on the target. 
U.S. soldiers have admitted that if they kill innocent Iraqis and Afghanis, they oh, then shit. drop automatic weapons near their bodies so they can pretend they were militants. Wow. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, 53. This, is, this hits home really close to Manitowoc. All right. Similarly, police frame innocent people for crimes they didn't commit. The practice is so well known that the New York Times noted in 1981, quote, In police jargon, a throwdown is a weapon planted on a victim. Newsweek reported in 1999, quote, Perez himself, a, a former Los Angeles Police Department cop, was caught stealing eight pounds of cocaine from police evidence lockers. After pleading guilty in September, he bargained for a lighter sentence by telling an a, 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 appalling story of attempted murder and a throwdown Police slang for weapon planted by cops to make a shooting legally justifiable. Perez said he and his partner, Officer Nino Durden, shot an unarmed 18th Street gang member named Javier Ovando, then planted a semi-automatic rifle on the unconscious suspect and claimed that Ovando had tried to shoot them during a stakeout. Wikipedia notes, quote, as, a, as part of his plea bargain, Perez implicated scores of officers from the Rampart Division's anti-gang unit, describing routinely beating gang members, planting evidence on suspects, falsifying reports, and covering up unprovoked shootings. As a side note, yeah, while not technically false flag attacks, police have been busted framing in in innocent people in many other ways as well. A wow. former U.S. intelligence officer recently alleged most terrorists are false flag terrorists or are created by by our own security services. That's a former U.S. intelligence officer. I mean, uh, do we need to give any more proof at no, this point? No, I, I think there's enough. They should just fucking open their fucking eyes. Here's a quote from Hitler. Terrorism is the best political weapon for nothing drives people harder than a, a fear of sudden death. And then Joseph Stalin. The easiest here's a quote. The easiest way to gain control of a population is to carry out acts of terror. The public will clamor for such laws if their personal security is threatened. Well, that's all you need to know. Yep, right there. So Hey everybody. Once again, Walking Dead's on, Monday mm -hmm. Night Football, something. Who gives a shit about any of this, right? Yeah, this is all uh, stupid. We just this is all hoo-ha, stupid. Yeah. This is all nonsense. We just Get your tinfoil hat out, Dr. shit. Dr. Seuss book to you. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be a fucking idiot to not realize what's really going on here. But right. I, I think if you can just open your your eyes and go read some of this shit yourself, it's all there. Everything's out mm -hmm. there. It's, it's not... I mean, there's shit that's ongoing... And there will be constantly ongoing, but it should exist. It's out there. We're doing it. Yeah, we're not making it up. I mean, what can you do? Tell other people. Because the more people that start to fucking figure this shit out, uh, the more people that are going to be aware. And then if we all start questioning when this shit happens, it's going to be harder and harder for them to just get away with it. Right. And that will change. It, it'll happen organically then. It's just everybody has to be aware. We can't all be so fucking blind and zombified and just go about our fucking life. I mean, you don't have to go out and get your gun and 
fucking start shooting politicians. That's not going to do anything. No, that's not going to do anything. But telling people, making people, waking them up. Because everybody's yeah. fucking just in in a their own little... We're all in the matrix. We're trying to get everybody, wake everybody yeah, up. That's, that's what we're trying to do. Is. And that's what you can do, too. Tell people. Share mm-hmm. this fucking podcast. Say, hey, listen to this. Or go look this shit up yourself and then share those fucking websites that have all these explanations yeah. and shit. That's all you got to do is share it. People will read it and, you know, you have to be a fool to not... Yeah, to I not mean, even look into it. Yeah. If you don't look into it and, and shit goes down, you signed your own death warrant. We'll basically. say we told you so. Yeah. There you have it. I don't know what else that can be said. I mean, we covered a lot. We didn't cover everything. There's there's tons and tons more information out there. Most all of it has been declassified, admitted. It it's out there. It's just nobody knows about it. Why why would uh, the mainstream media talk about it? Maybe you're asking that same question. Why won't they talk about it? Why isn't this more a mainstream? Because the mainstream media is bought and paid for by not the people that are on your side. So it makes perfect sense why you're not hearing about it. But they can't control everything on the internet. And they can't control other people completely. So people are able to get their stuff out there. The bad thing is all of these files get eventually get declassified and then uh, researchers and uh, whatnot they they obtain them and expose it they put it out there for everybody to see all you gotta do is search it it's out there it's not that difficult to go find I mean most of the work's been done all you gotta do is read it and become aware open your mind but for some that's a bridge too far I hope this opened uh, a lot of your eyes, and I hope you're more aware now and will, at the very least, spread the word. Share the podcast. All them things. Share uh, different websites and uh, videos on YouTube that are kind of breaking this down. Maybe quicker and faster and uh, more clear than what Dave and I tried to do. I mean, we're not perfect. We don't. We don't have all the answers, but... I, I think we're headed in the right direction. And uh, I, I think the more we inform people, the the more you can all go out and, and inform everybody you know. Because I don't know everybody that you know. Uh, and everybody, it's like a spider web. And, and the more outreaching we can go with our web, the more people we can cast the web on, and the more people that are awake. And... Uh, we can prevent some more bad shit from happening, hopefully. So, it just, everybody needs to wake up and do their part. And honestly, your part, all it is is sharing and telling people. That's all it is. You can watch your Walking Dead. You can watch your football. You can watch whatever the fuck you want to watch. Listen to whatever you want to listen to. But, 
just take 10 seconds. Share it. You see somebody, you're talking to somebody, ask them if they've ever heard of a false flag. If they have, then, you know, might spark up a conversation. If they haven't, share the podcast with them. Say, hey, go here and listen to this whenever you get time. It's that simple. That's all we ask. So go do that. If you have any uh, show ideas, um, topics, Complaints, concerns, whatever, uh, email me. Thinktankpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also tweet at me if you're on Twitter at the Think Tank Pod. Very simple. And that'll do it for this week. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. It's very informative. And, uh, yeah, go forth and, and, uh, yeah, just do it. Share it. Thank you. See you next week. Burn down Babylon, shock of the hour. The whole planet caught up in the plot to devour. Righteous men unlocked and mocked by the powers. By now you should really know who knocked down the towers. They planning to discount you, slander and denounce you. Scheming and secret meetings to build a bird council. Unidentifiable in the state that they found you. Nothing but lies, laws is what it all amounts to.
culture of that because they get prepared to wipe out America. You've been listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.